Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's debating my almost certainly hopeless opponents of a fascist <laughs> uh, monster? I'm Robert Evans. This is normally Behind the Bastards, the podcast where we talk about the worst people in all of history, but we're doing nothing like that today. Uh, today is prep for the uh, election podcast that Cody Johnston, Katie Stoll, and I will be launching yes. in 2020, the worst year ever. We are doing an episode covering the Democratic debates, which could not be further from the premise of my show, because none of the people involved in the debates, regardless of my issues with them individually, qualify as true bastards. <laughs> but it's an hour or so of free content. So, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to whine gonna at me? I already gave you two episodes about bastards this week. Mm. Like, this is just deal cake. with this it. Is and if you whine, he can't hear you. Yeah, so. you, I can't hear you. Like, com- complain more. Uh, but please, please do listen to the podcast. I love all of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we just thought we would get the ball rolling on our uh, eventual show. Yeah, we're trying to figure out exactly what it's going to be so mm-hmm. that we, we aren't just throwing another nonsense political podcast into a, a crowded field mm-hmm. of misery uh, that makes everyone hate themselves. Much so, like the candidates. Much like the uh, candidates in the debates themselves. <laughs> so this is a little bit of a refining process. It's kind of like if you're shooting missiles at the moon you're gonna hit mars a couple of times absolutely yeah, it's just exactly. hard it's yeah. hard to hit the moon with a missile you're gonna get a few bettos up there so you know this missile might hit jupiter we might hit europa we might hit the sun we might hit manhattan either way the next missile we fire will be closer to the moon i don't know why i'm comparing this to missiles i love it though thank I'm you going with it jupiter or manhattan yep okay classic one two those are the options yep 
Hey, everybody. One way or the other, you heard either Katie and Cody's <laughs> intro or my <laughs> intro, and now the actual podcast is starting. Yeah. Uh, and I arrogantly grabbed leading everyone in and no. stole it from you both. It's disgusting, honestly. It is. I'm a monster. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, this is this is going to be fun. For everybody who's listening who might be confused that listens to both, we're sitting here, we're recording two different intros for the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll cut together. However. Yeah, but we're cut. beyond them. You know, we're here. We're in it. We're with you now. All right, let's All talk about the debates, guys. Who, I want to know, first off, who surprised you? Who were you discounting and then you came into it and you're like, wow, man, if anybody, mm-hmm. but that person was interesting. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Hicken Looper, I know. <laughs> Castro's name was not at all in my mind. Yeah. I wasn't even really aware that he was running. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he performed very well. Yeah. He really did. Uh, if for debate two, I would say the person who surprised me, who was not, I mean, I knew she was running, but she was not on my radar. I think Gillibrand did a lot better than I expected. She absolutely yes. did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she didn't earn my vote. No. <laughs> but no. Right. she did better than I expected. Uh, I was completely blown away that Marianne Williamson was even on the stage. I don't yeah. know how that yeah. went. Over my head. She got a few really good answers. Where I was like, yeah. oh, that's actually true. Yeah. Like, you don't, you shouldn't really be here. Yeah. But what you're saying is true. But you're not wrong. You're not, yeah, you're not yeah. wrong. But it's like, what are you doing here? And I, I would almost like it if in the future for debates we had the candidates and then like one person who was popular mm-hmm. in America and who mm-hmm. just came on to like drive home an issue. Yes. Like, okay, yeah, everybody, but like the ice caps are melting and the world's dying. Like maybe address that right, a bringing bit more. it back because yeah, yeah, the yeah, moderators yeah. definitely aren't going to do that. No, not Chuck they're Todd. All bad at their so jobs. not Chuck Todd for sure. Um, so yeah, having someone yeah. be the actual voice is like, but like, here's what we're really talking about. I think one thing we've learned as a species is that regardless of our ability to put human beings on other planets to create electric cars, we have not invented a human being who is capable of moderating a political debate. <laughs> it has never happened. Do we need robots? Yeah, robots maybe, or or Werner Herzog. Well, <laughs> Werner Herzog could totally do it. Could fucking do that job. He would do yeah. that silently. Yeah, like he could command just his that. Eyes. Yeah, just like yeah. his presence would would do that. One thing it would help probably is fewer uh, candidates and more hours. But uh, we can we can talk more, about that. Would you have preferred five candidates a night for four nights? I would have been fine with that more than what is currently there. I would have preferred even then. Like, 10 candidates for four hours or, like, even longer. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I have no problem a with longer debate. a longer debate. Like, that's why we're here. Uh, we have literally 24-hour news channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are, like, engaged in that kind of thing. And we want to know that, oh, whoever is going to be can, like, stand on a stage for six well, hours it, and talk about the issues. Yeah. And we live in a world where people routinely will spend a dozen hours in a weekend been watching television just right. to yeah. chill out. Like, I feel like we can devote 10 hours to debates about the future of our species. Mm-hmm. You'd think yeah. so. It seems reasonable. It yeah. seems yeah, like that. It, yeah. It's difficult because watching these... It, yeah, you don't really get a clear sense of people. These are the most important. Yeah. So they say theoretically, yeah. the most important people practice. in the world right now. Right. Yeah. And and like we're not getting that many opportunities to get to know them mm-hmm. outside of Twitter, outside of the headlines that we see, the random clips that are passed around, and you don't really have the time to hear anything of like it's a quick soundbite, thirty seconds. Yeah, you know? I think in general it's kind of like I don't think is exaggerating necessarily. I think it's kind of shameful what they have done. Horribly uh, so. And, like, yeah. Uh, Disgusting. The idea, like, yeah. I, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't want to uh, oversell it, but I do, it's a shameful thing that the media is allowed to happen. It's, it just, it shows that they didn't learn 
anything from 2016, but if they well, did, true. they learned the mm-hmm. wrong thing. It wasn't even just 10 candidates over two hours. It was 10 candidates over two hours with five moderators. Yeah, that yeah. Was And like wild. a bunch of commercial breaks. Too. The whole thing is just like... Well, a, there weren't that many commercial breaks, but yeah. There shouldn't have been any. Like There, there, there should not be moderator any. switches. It's it, not that long. If it was a six-hour debate, it would be like, yeah. Yes. One hour. Some, we don't... Yeah. Yeah, like three people weird. for one hour, two people for the next hour is really... Is that just because so everybody it, wanted to be involved or all the... Because they're from different mm, networks, I guess. I, yeah, uh, it must have been something like that. It's mostly MSNBC, isn't it? No. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, Either way, it was it, it was unnecessary, and like no um, one, like no one, that position isn't like ooh, they got like the best question in. Well, like I will say that I, I thought, especially on night one, Savannah Guthrie did a good job of. She could have done the whole thing. Of, yeah, do, of why, holding people why to didn't task. She? I know why didn't exactly, she do the whole and I thing? like I I'm one of the people that like Rachel Maddow, mm-hmm. not obsessively. I have, yeah, she's fine. Whatever. She's fine. Yeah. I mean, I think that she's. And entertaining. She made some bad person. mistakes. Ari, the Mueller report this year. I completely yeah, agree. Yeah, but, I and I don't yeah. watch her show yeah. nearly as much as I used to, but I think that she is good at breaking down stuff, and she's like a, a really good on her feet. Anyway, this isn't about Rachel yeah. Maddow, mm-hmm. and I, I like her fine, but I could have just stuck with Savannah Guthrie. Yeah, she was she's a great job. Following up really yeah. aggressively and keeping people on point, saying like, you know, answer but, the question. Charlie, but anyway, how could you expect a single human being to function for four hours in a week? Uh, that's a good point. It's impossible. No one yeah. knew that. Cut it up. Yeah. Cut it up. Um, Get more people up there. Oh, I, I do. I did want to mention this because uh, this is what you asked at the very beginning. Yeah. I think Cory Booker also surprised me. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, and I didn't. I want to give him credit where it's due because I've. I think he's corny as hell all the time. Corny and Booker. I know. Yeah. I, I avoided saying that, but yes. Well, corny I, um, I know. There we go. And uh, I got delighted funny. to say. Yeah, that. I agree with no, you completely. Um, I completely. He's super corny, and I don't think he, he comes off as very authentic. Um, but I thought he did a really good job. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly so. Right. Um, and I guess the the limited time. Yeah. I wanted more time. To see what he had to say, like all of them. I mean, right? everybody, yeah. Because yeah, because I don't. There were ten of them. And they got yeah. But like what we were talking about, like the yeah. I, the idea that he even brought up like African Americans, trans women in America are the idea that mur- he, like he that he in his very limited amount of time. Yeah. An issue that will not gain him a single vote because there's very few trans right. people. First off, not like not just said that African American trans women are being murdered at a nightmarish rate, but first off, introduced that like transgender people in general are victims of violent yes. crimes at huge rates, yeah. and then specified that, and this is particularly a problem mm-hmm. within the black transgender community. The fact that he took that time is a, and I, I don't like the guy, but is a very significant credit to his yes, person. Yes, absolutely. And that I was, give him a lot of credit for I that. I was kind of, I was surprised and kind of blown away yeah. and that he brought it up. And also like it's, because it's, no one's ever going to bring that up. I don't know if it's just me being cynical when I see him do that because I have this idea of him and I know that he's a politician and I have fears that he's mm-hmm. inauthentic. I immediately go to, are you just saying that? Someone told him to say that. Somebody told him up, to say it. But, but yeah. I don't, I don't want to operate like that. Yeah. And I do agree. I really appreciated it. And I think it's important to, to to say this and like start saying this on the debate stage that mm-hmm. people start getting used to this being an issue that we, we discuss. I hate the Democratic Party almost as like, much as I hate the Republican Party for very different reasons. Yeah. Uh, but it is a credit to the Democratic Party that the issue of tr- violence against trans people came up more than once in yeah. this debate. Yeah. In, in, in spite of like it is not. It's not a vote getter. It's yeah. an issue they could ignore and not lose a vote. And the fact that it has been made a not insignificant part of at least one of the debates is is a real credit yeah. to the party. And I'll, I'll say people. that to him. Yeah. Yeah, it, that matters up, yeah. a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to say that because yeah. 
while we're talking about this, Julian Castro was the first one to bring yep. up trans yep. women yep. in talking about healthcare and how it's ne- necessary mm-hmm. for us to include them when we're talking about women's reproductive rights. And I, I clapped. I, <laughs> I was sitting I by support, myself and clapped. It's so rare to see anything that even vaguely resembles at a distance if you squint and take mushrooms. Courage mm-hmm. in politics yeah. today, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's uh, I would I would I would call standing up for trans people from a mainstream politician courage and it it shouldn't be and it's horrible that it is but it is and we're thrilled to see those steps being taken I think it's important Um, even though this was kind of a a cluster fuck yeah we can say that on here because it's a podcast Mm -hmm. Um, let's call it Cluster PP. Mm-hmm. A cluster PP. <laughs> Since this was a this was a bit of a cluster PP, I do feel good about a lot of the stuff that we've talked about. I do feel like even the candidates that I'm not thrilled about people throwing out stuff. I especially on night one, mm-hmm. I liked seeing again Julian Castro standing Julian up Castro. there saying, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see everybody else on the stage, the other candidates commit, commit to, commit yeah, to yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know, and that happened a couple times in different in different capacities, and we saw it happening. And that is the beautiful thing about this part of the process, seeing where we land on certain issues. I would like more and longer debates yeah. where they all radicalize each other. <laughs> yeah. the well, right. Joe That's... Biden is wearing like a Chairman Mao shirt and shouting about <laughs> taking the factories back. And that's uh, and, well, that's like I'm not like, not maybe to say maybe that I like Chairman Mao, but I would enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, from a from and a I, viewer perspective. And yeah. I, we saw a little bit of that, and it was really cool. And I think that we, we've talked about leading up to this that like t- like the winner of the democratic debates is like, well, what does the platform end up being? What are the issues that, and, yeah. and plans that people uh, gravitate towards? And if you have 10 people for two hours and five moderators, it's really hard to get to that point. Right. And it's actually kind of uh, amazing that there were a few moments like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have four hours. You have you are able to say, you get two minutes to talk about this. And if someone's like raising their hand, you can actually say, okay, actually have a conversation instead of... Like yeah. really forcing it and trying to get the sound bites in and so on. For the purpose of intellectual masturbation, I would mm-hmm. like to talk about how we'd like to see this happen. And for my own self, mm-hmm. what I would enjoy seeing, we have these same 20 candidates. If I was picking the rules, I would want five of them to get two hours each, four nights yeah. in one week. And then six weeks later, you look at who they are and you pick the top 10. And then you have a four hour debate with the top 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And four hours is a long time uh people might say that's unreasonable but like one of the things you vote for and you should be voting for in a president is their stamina yep. their ability yeah. to function and focus for fucking four hours yeah. of a hardcore debate that's important because we currently like have a president that. who can't do that yeah yeah and like i think a lot of people that were in the debate tonight and last night couldn't do that yeah, yeah. i mean how many lines can beto say in spanish and english oh my god just one based on just one just the one i'm just talk about that did everybody gasp? Everybody gasped, and that was the most likable Cory Booker's ever been. When he gave him that, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me look? That was like, amazing. That Instantly. was perfect. Yeah. Um, but then but didn't now, Cory Booker speak? Did then he later? did it. He did it later well, too, now right? we, that look, yeah. in hindsight, that look had even but, more meaning because we knew he was going to do it. Too. Like, you did it first, they, you they, fucker. I think they all did it more reasonably. That He did it an issue where it was like, no, you're just repeating your point in Spanish yes. for no reason. Yeah. And that's weird. Yeah, it was it weird. Was, and he, like, like, he brought he, it out really early on. Yeah. And really, like, it was like, it was this, is, first this question, is me. This yeah. is the thing I'm going to do. And it did have nothing and to he, do. And he made sure to be the first person to speak Spanish on a floor with a Latino candidate. With a Latino mm-hmm. candidate. Which that's is like, the part that was painful. Come on, man. It, it's not that I disagree with yeah. the... I, no, yeah, being Spanish. bilingual is great. Wonderful. Wonderful I thing. Love, yeah. But obviously, this whole debate isn't in Spanish. You're doing something pandering. Yeah. And yeah. Out of the gate, the white man 
that stands on tables that everybody rolls their eyes at. How little self-awareness does he have? And if it had been, if the question, the first question, if it had still been the first question, but it had been like about immigration reform or about something yeah. directly mm-hmm. tied to that as opposed to just like, I'm going to answer a question and then I'll do it and again. And then I'm going to do it again in Spanish. And it's like, what are you, Beto? Like, right. And he didn't like really the answer the question. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. No, he did not answer the question <laughs> in either language. And he ran out of yeah. time. He's it, also just super fucking I'm not a fan of Beto like, O'Rourke. Not a fan of Beto. Doofy. He didn't so win doofy. me over here. I, I Yeah, I, I don't care for him. But yeah, Julian Castro really did. Um, and I had zero expectations mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, I was not aware he was really running. Um, to be entirely he... honest, at the risk of decredifying myself. Yeah. <laughs> There's, There's too a lot many of people, people to fucking there, keep track of. Yeah. I absolutely still cannot. I didn't even know the Oprah book lady was going to be there. Right, that yeah. was a surprise. Um, Every once in a while, they would, uh, towards the end of the debate, they'd go to somebody and be like, Wait, have they gone to this guy yet? I know. <laughs> like, I'm uh, always surprised that John Hickenlooper exists. That's because 100. Well, he time. looks nothing like I imagine. It's no. really funny too because it's like <laughs> there were like four Hickenloopers tonight, mm-hmm. and there were four Hickenloopers last night. Too many yeah. white men. Like it's just, and it's not, but it's not even like white men. It's just I like know. a very specific type type of guy. It's it's and, the guy <laughs> that you wind up in line behind at the co-op buying a lot of organic celery. <laughs> yeah, like all of them are that guy. Yeah, yeah. and like I. I have tweeted about this and talked about this before and some people are like that's racist when I say specifically this type of white man and I'm only doing that because I'm describing literally who it is if it was a a white man like a Bernie who is something a different kind and I'm not a Bernie person but per se but like you know something unique something different but these guys are very hard to differentiate between in these 30 second increments in these little snippets that we get and they're not bringing something new and every every time a new person knew one of them threw their hat in the ring it just frustrated me a little bit because we've got all these unique candidates that are really exciting well that's the other thing because I think that they're not they're not necessarily like it's not like they're all the same but like when you have such a limited amount of time it is hard to differentiate them and there were a few moments uh until like last night and maybe a couple tonight where I'm like oh yeah that guy's right yeah that's a good point that that guy it's made wow who the fuck is he yeah where did he go oh Who? well never yeah. see him him again oh, now he's gone right Which, but if you had like more time it'd be nice like, if this had time to breathe come back to that guy yeah. and now I now yeah. I actually know who he is and what he stands for and how he how he's different from all the other like, people on the stage not just that was a good sentence right. I heard exactly. from somebody if number one news networks were not entirely a pro- for profit endeavor mm. and existed for the Call me a crazy fucking communist here. Betterment of society rather than shareholder value. Uh, and if also the Democratic Party was more competent, having 20 candidates at this point in this, it could be a real strength. It could be a yeah. great chance for yeah. diversity of ideas, mm-hmm. for a real debate, for an ability for people to have a real choice and to hear a lot of issues and to have issues that wouldn't otherwise get pressed in a, in a campaign be pushed in just based on necessity. Um, I could see that being a real strength. It's not the way they focused it. Right. Instead, it just it just hurts the entire cause of sanity. Yeah. Um, and that's frustrating to me. Right. Yeah. And then just like the, all the like, all right, we're going to do it real quick down the line. And then they do the one one word answers yeah. or five word answers ever. And it's like you're just it's just this onslaught of yeah. information. You can't and nobody really answers parse. the question. Nobody the right answers the question. Nobody. They were like, I, I will say in the and say they were like one one part. I think it was just Hickenlooper who was just like fucking climate change. Is yes. My one there issue. were a few people where it's like, OK, John, like you got me there it's so interesting because that stands out whereas people that say well go run off and start listing shoving as many words as they can into that 10 seconds yeah but the people that are concise and answered did stand out in those moments um 
Yeah, but I again, hated everyone's answer to the question, who is the biggest threat to America? Oh, I, yeah. Because in a sane debate, my opinion is there's one answer. And it's, oh, the biggest threat to America is Americans. <laughs> it will always be, it has always been, and there's no one else that comes close. Mm. Run for president. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I will. <laughs> um, I agree. Well, then it's you have, frustrating. Like, the, the, just these media twerps. Chuck Todd bothers the hell out of me, and he has forever, and... He didn't change my mind. Yeah, he's but not like, good. He's, he's not, not good. good he didn't job. win you over. He didn't win me over. Now, um, not good at his job. Quick question, Cody. How many times do you think he could buy and sell you? Oh, as many as I could. I could like start. A thousand I could times. start counting yeah. now, yeah. and yeah. by the time yeah. this episode is done, that number would be uh, less than the actual. You number. know what the best thing about capitalism is? Is the meritocracy. I believe. I believe that. I believe, that I believe in that, and I believe that you think that too. Yep. Uh, big fan <laughs> um, of the meritocracy, which is really a thing that happens. Chuck yeah. Todd deserves everything um, he has. He's good at his job. Um, yeah, fantastic. A uh, real, job. real uh, smart cookie. Uh, Genius. At, the first time, the uh, last night at the going down the line, like, what do you think about that? And then they, they do their their quick answers. He's like, ah, oh, this is my favorite part. This is the good part, you know. <laughs> no, this is the, this is the, the part where you really the get into it. Worst what? Part. Excuse, what, Chuck? No, the fuck. I will say the best part of these two debates, and I can't imagine even another competitor is Kamala Harris, who I don't like because she's mm-hmm. a cop. Mm-hmm. Really fucking grilling Biden. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's on, talk about that. That was really good. Awesome. Absolutely. That was fucking great. Yeah. The best yeah. moment of night two for sure for yeah. me was that and emotional about it. Yeah. Um, you could tell she was damn near at tears when she yeah. finished yeah. speaking. Yeah. Right, was it, fighting for composure. You could tell yeah. like it really affected her mm-hmm. and she really meant it at the same time, like she was going to do that no mm-hmm. matter what. Mm-hmm. Like she was planning on like we're going to talk about it this was, on stage. Yeah, that's what we've been talking about for a long time. Of like, yeah. I can't wait for Joe Biden to be next to people who actually talk to him about this yeah. stuff. I was a um, bit. I mean, I Bernie didn't really go after Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. We were expecting that, but I'm thrilled yeah. that Kamala did. Yeah, and, yeah, Ooh, it was so good. And again, this is one of those things. Like there, in a, he did in a, not in a, look her in the eye. He, he did he, man. He, did not. he, did, he, he gave her. He gave her a glance, and then he exactly looked away. He could. He could not do it. And he got mad. Yeah. You know, as a journalist, your goal is to try to be uh, to look at things from an objective point of view. Uh, as a podcaster, your goal is not that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find myself <laughs> torn between the two. And I, I feel like I, I, th- I feel like I need to emphasize. I very much dislike Kamala Harris. I sure. just and I, I, I do, do not like the idea of voting for a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. I think her job, the job that she did for years, is fundamentally an evil to the world. Mm-hmm. She fucking nailed that well, moment. That's, yes, that, that was perfect. And I yeah. completely agree with you. Yeah. I those are all of my reservations against Kamala. And mm-hmm. when I talk to people about it, you know, some people don't like that I don't like Kamala. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm I'm capable of giving fucking credit where it's due. But, yeah, yeah, but no. Yeah. She's so good at that, and she's so good in all of the Senate hearings. Yeah, she's so, and that's the mm-hmm. prosecutor in her. She's concise. Mm-hmm. She's <clears throat> smart, and she's aggressive, and and that showed tonight. And one of the things that I really liked about that moment because she is she is concise. She's very polished. She's very good at speaking. I liked the raw emotion, especially mm-hmm. at the very end. And I, I I really everyone find that. Find the like the YouTube video of this and like really look at after she delivers her last word, what you see on her face is yeah. like something you get so rarely in national politics is like real emotion that moved her body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and that's important to see. Yeah. yeah and, and have, I, I and really like, liked to see that. Seeing that, that really affected humans. her yeah. and she had to sort of take a moment yeah. and like As it should yeah. have. Yeah. As it should have. Well, because yeah. that's also yeah. like uh that's like a scary thing to do on a stage. Yeah. It really and like is. really it, raw it shows and open character and, and, and 
courage and i yeah. was uh impressed by her as I'm someone sure who doesn't like her yeah. some people would skew that as being emotional in some kind those of way those people sure. are dumb those i, I want to know that my i want to know that my president has human emotions yeah the, the most i've ever been sympathetic to donald trump is hearing that his daughter described to him what chemical weapons did to kids and that he had a a, a gut reaction to it mm-hmm. i yeah want that yeah. Like he, yeah. he didn't do anything effective about it. Right. But like you want to know that like the president's a human being yes. who yeah. can hear something and be like, well, fuck it. We got to take action. This this can't be allowed to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you all completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's funny. Someone pointed out. I think this is perfect that. Uh, so like sh- Kamala took a moment to mm-hmm. call Joe Biden racist. And well, then, she said, well, I'm not calling you racist. But she did. But, and then, uh, and well, then, and then and if yeah. you guys yeah. need reminding, this was about the issue about busing yeah. students yeah. And, and how states' rights, how, how <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Biden was against busing and children into different districts. If and, I'm not mistaken, she was supposed to have had a 30 second timer on that. And and they they not, go. Nobody yeah. even thought yes. about nobody, interrupting that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was like, well, she blew past 30 for seconds. For a while, I was like, no. are they going to stop her? Because that would be really yeah. like, they that, yeah. that was well done to say, like, well, this is the moment that we need to let breathe. <laughs> I yeah. feel like Walter Cronkite's ghost would strike you down for trying to stop that right, line like, of questioning. That would, be, <laughs> yeah. that would have been the most embarrassing moment yeah. of the night if, if someone tried to stop her from. No. Yeah. yeah. Let, let her speak. It's like, yeah. God, Chuck, shut the fuck but, up. Yeah. Um, but he didn't. It, but he didn't. To his credit. Good, yeah. Ch- to Chuck Even Todd's credit. Fucking Chuck Todd was like, yeah, this needs to happen. To Chuck Todd's credit, he didn't do anything. Yeah. So the best good thing job, he's Todd. done is not anything. Um, mm-hmm. But I think also it's really funny that uh, in response to that. So obviously Joe Biden got really, really mad. He sure um, did. He sure so like, did. So she yeah. called him racist. And then. In response, he called her a cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so like you're just like living Twitter out right now. Like you're doing it all. <laughs> I would have loved it if Joe Biden, the only thing he could have gotten to, to get my, my support after that is if he'd called her a cop, put on a black mask, and then spray painted the Antifa. Then you would be on board. That would have been amazing. Yeah, just fucking Joe Biden goes like full Banksy. Yeah, yeah, I think he really did a bad job. Tonight. Oh yeah, no, he wasn't. He wasn't great. I mean, after that, yeah. like there was no going back for him because it made him so mad. I think, and he um, should. But even before that, but like, even before that, and again, in terms of like theoretically things that he could have done to earn my support, if he would just been like, "You're right, I came up in a different era. Yep. I learned things that were wrong, and I was wrong then, and you are right now. Let me explain why I still think I." can do a good job as president. And that's human. That's why yeah. um, the night, well, the night before when Tulsi talked about this and we've got yeah. the various opinions about yeah. Tulsi Gabbard, yeah. but like saying like, I think a lot of people watching can yeah. relate to growing up in a conservative household and, it, and, and growing and changing your mind. And I was like, that is exactly what yeah. you say. Like, like, as someone who hate, like I hate Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> I also grew up hating gay people because of how I was raised. And I go. identified with that statement. And that was a very good way for her to answer. That's that how question. you yeah. deal with that. Absolutely. That's how you address it because it's, Agreed. because yeah. it's true. Yeah. Um, or people how, change. And hiding for hiding from it is a real, is real big mistake. How yeah. Buttigieg yeah. handled that question about the shootings in his town and the yeah. in the in the, the start at the start at the intro to it. Yeah. Yes, I completely agree. Um, but that was human and honest, and him yeah. saying like, "I don't know." This is a, this is a nightmare, this and it's is, very difficult. We couldn't get it done. I couldn't get it. That's what he said. I couldn't get it done. That gutted me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, not gutted me, but hit me in a way of like, I, I just so deeply appreciate him saying response. that. And this is where, 
so I'm getting a little bit like off here, but this is where no. I get to like the fundamental issue of 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 the the still lurking ghost, the lurking ghost of authoritarianism that is at the core of every system in the world that's still left over from the days when we were ruled by kings. The fact that an acceptable answer to that question wouldn't have been Buttigieg going, we couldn't get it done. This is a nightmare. Nobody knows how to fix this entirely. And the only answer will come from sustained long-term nationwide dialogue to figure out how to fix this problem because it's not a problem that can be solved by a person at the top. It's a problem that starts from the bottom yep. and percolates up. Yep. Like the solution mm -hmm. starts from the bottom and percolates up. That's, well, see, that's yeah. another reason why Marianne yeah. Williamson was like, well, she's she's right. She, like, she, that was she, the one right. moment that was yeah. what, when she said that. I was like, why are you derailing this? This is weird. And yeah. then she got to, I was like, Oh, oh, she's right. Yeah. That it is, it's exactly what you just said. Wait, yeah. what moment um, was this? When she was talking about how, like, it's not just, I mean, it, it seemed like it was sort of getting into, like, a holistic medicine yeah, sort of she, thing. Oh, she's, yeah, she, she went to some weird digressions <laughs> But, stuff, like, yeah. the idea of, and she also called, like, universal health care and, like, uh, mm -hmm. whether or not I have Medicare for all and that's, like, superficial solutions, mm -hmm. which I don't necessarily agree with. But, like, the idea that, of yeah. just, like... I don't agree do, with that. Yeah. Right. But, like, why do people get sick? Why do we have these problems? What are the roots of mm -hmm. these problems? But that's an important and we have to we have to be able to talk and, and really explore yes. what causes the problems that we're making policies to solve yes. the symptoms of. No, I know that I, she, does, she doesn't think she's going to win. And I don't think, you no, know. No, I think no. she's in the... I think she's the Inslee of this, of the exactly. second debate. Inslee, yeah. like, knows he's not going to be right. the presidential candidate. He just wants to make sure climate change gets talked about. Which right. I they're all, they're yeah. all doing the Gravel thing or like yeah. what Gravel yeah. wanted to do. And it might take a while for that to seep in, but it is true. What are the yeah. other things that are factoring into this bigger problem? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I throw in a free ad plug? Oh, sure. Try sandwiches. <laughs> they're, they're great. They're just great. Any really, sandwich? Yeah, any sandwich. Really good concept. Huh. Bread and then things in between you the bread that are not bread. bread. Mm -hmm. Great idea. Try a sandwich. I want to talk about Elizabeth Warren. Okay. I love talking about Elizabeth Warren. Are you a couple of Warren bros? Yes. I'm a Warren babe. No. I am you're a, a Warren bro or you're nothing. <laughs> comprehensively planned out and logical solutions to basic problems, bro. Wild. <laughs> Wild stuff. You name a problem, she's got a plan mm -hmm. for that. It's not the, the number of problems that she has plans for. It's that she specifically, the things that she's focused on most seem to be like, Breaking up big tech. Mm -hmm. All the fucking Nazis. Mm. I mean, she literally has a billboard that Wealth says, tax. Elizabeth Warren, yeah. break up big tech. Yeah. Like, it's so, so simple. Yeah. I... Good. <laughs> um, yeah. It's also, real quick, just something that's been bothering me. Because, um, like, the whole breaking up big tech and, and that is, I think, an issue that everyone can kind of come together yeah, it on. It seems like the right and left direction. It's, it's the right and the left board. thing. Yeah. It's extremely frustrating to watch that the right's concern about big tech is solely about conservatives being censored. No, because like, they would like everyone else to be banned from existing. R right. Like, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I know why. It's just like... Not the right, it's, but the people who are part of that grift. Yes. Are literal Nazis in many cases. Right. Yeah. And like, there's a, there's a clear like goal um, yeah. and mission from a lot of them. But like, just like you see Ted Cruz and he's, he's like... In in uh, in the hearing, and he's like, oh, "Conservatives are being yeah. censored." And it's like, no, 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 that's not the reason. Like, they're it's just very bizarre oh. and frustrating it, to watch. That's not the reason because, like, 
David Newart, who is like one of the things I do for a living, is anti-fascist research. David Newart is the very best of us, who got banned from Twitter for the fact that his book cover had a stylized image of a guy in a clan hood on it, because his book is about racist groups mm-hmm. in America, mm-hmm. and he got banned from Twitter for weeks. Like, David Newart's not a conservative. The problem isn't that Twitter bans conservatives. The problem is that Twitter's decisions as to who to ban are completely inconsistent, have nothing to do with their actual written rules, and are often done by random robots and then justified post facto by individual human beings trying to avoid like making a bad news cycle yeah. and that's dumb mm-hmm. yeah agree completely we're talking about elizabeth warren i'm sorry we for I do uh, want to talk about off, elizabeth warren but. okay so in terms of her debate performance i feel personally that she stood out you know different phrases heads and shoulders miles ahead of of all the other candidates she is the person that answers the fucking question she that Almost, is true. She answers the question. She answers the question. She doesn't pivot. You see God, so why many that people are like, <laughs> I know, it's, it's so, so basic, yeah. but everybody else will take it and pivot to something that yeah. they feel comfortable talking about. It makes me, even Bernie, he did it tonight, makes mm-hmm. me crazy. Yeah, he did it a couple of times. He just yeah. avoid talking yeah. about a race, racial issue to start talking about, you know... Get into your comfort zone, and it's yeah. He's it's, got the message that he sticks to, and, and I so get it. I get yeah. why they want you to do that, but it's it's not authentic, and you're not actually you're not answering. The well, question. every uh, you know, um, there were so many times when like one of the moderators was like, "Okay, I'm going to give you 12 more seconds. Do you want to answer right. the direct question?" Like they like yeah. I love the wording, <laughs> yeah, because that really yeah. that really hammers home. Do the thing we asked. Do you, you want to answer yeah. the direct question? Yeah. Was said a lot. Like and, the phrase direct question, and not to, to Elizabeth Warren, not to Elizabeth Warren, not to Elizabeth Warren, and. And you mentioned, you know, that moment with Kamala. You see her, her humanness in that yeah, moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I felt that with Elizabeth Warren on most of her answers, that I wasn't just looking at a politician. And we talked about this earlier, how maybe she didn't always have the the canned line answer. No, she did. So if I were to like evaluate Elizabeth Warren's whole performance, her her first answer. And her last answer were both very polished, yes. very well scripted, what a progressive politician would say in a movie. Mm-hmm. And between then, she talked like a normal person having mm-hmm. a conversation with you, which is why I would say from a presentation standpoint, she did not come across the best because she came across sure. as a person who is thinking through answers and having mm-hmm. a conversation with you, trying to answer them, which I don't know if it is a weakness or a strength because Donald Trump comes across as a <laughs> drunken farmer um, when and, and like anyone the presidency that turned out to be great and mm-hmm. we're all fucking exhausted of people who sound like politicians and she sounds she sounded like a politician like a good politician at the first and last mm-hmm. answer and in between she sounded like a person trying to find solutions yeah and, yeah. and that's that those resonated seem, with me positive but, yeah. um, I would say but I understand right, right. like that's it's just important to note that that is very true mm-hmm. um, and different people are going to take that in different ways for me I found it refreshing. Also, um, she taught special ed, and uh, no, that's her. As a yeah. person who taught special ed and was bad at it, uh, I didn't know that about you. I did, and was bad at it. Uh, my job was mostly to get punched in the face, <laughs> but having literally gone to war zones yeah. and been shot at, I can't imagine a harder job than teaching special yeah. education. Anybody who dedicates a chunk of their life to doing that, except for me, because I was bad <laughs> at it, is a hero. Your mother does, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That risk kids Fucking at, uh, amazing you know, job. School. And I Thank would you, love Mickey. to have a president who Has understands that. Yeah. That. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I want to talk a little bit about her. Uh, I don't have the answers to this, but maybe you guys do. I've seen a lot of pushback or some amount to Elizabeth Warren online, um, specifically about her stance on Palestine 
as well as Medicare for All. Do you guys know anything about oh, that? I, I've heard about the Medicare for All. I haven't heard it. What, what the fuck is she saying about Palestine? I don't know. I, 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 I actually that. don't know. It made, I don't think that she has a hard stance against Israel, well, is yeah. I think the point. I don't, I don't I, know. I have trouble I, imagining anyone having a hard stance against Israel and running for president in the United States. Right, that's yeah. the thing. I think that seems like everyone is the same. Like no on, one, no one is is making that an issue for them. No one's trying to make themselves stand out. Yeah. Like, but actually, I've seen I think a lot of people and people even have been DMing me, being like, <clears throat> "I'm concerned about your support of, of Warren because of her." Really? Because of her stance in, in Palestine and and what 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 have they specified on what they're concerned about? She doesn't seem to have a lot of empathy towards Palestinians. And oh, stuff like that. then yeah, and, I would consider that an issue. Yeah. And and yeah, that's I, what I will say, and what I can say without being more certain about her specific views is that like I'm sure she has more empathy to Palestine than Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, that's where yeah they and, all do. Yeah, and I guess that she was for Medicare for all, and then seemed to take a step. Back, but then, like she is, is but now she's all in. She seems in. She waffled on it. I think she mainly waffled on it because it's just not one of the core issues that she's focused yeah. on. And I mean, she literally said, "I'm with Bernie on this one." Yeah, yeah. So fine. I, I know, think we have to take her at her word for that. Like, well, and it's one of those things where, like, part of what you're voting for is not what the candidate espouses and what they believed all the career, but whether or not they are a sane person who could be pushed. Yeah, you will not push a Republican to make. It's like with climate change. Joe Biden, who I don't like if he is elected president, doesn't have a good policy on climate change right now, doesn't have a great history with climate change. But I do firmly believe could be pushed by a Democratic electorate who cared about climate change to embrace effective policies to address it purely because he wants to win re-election and because he's a political animal. Donald Trump will never do that. I believe that he could be pushed during this process. I believe that we could get him saying X, Y, or Z. And I think he'd go along with a Democratic Senate and House. He will I not think take any step on his he own. He won't take any step yeah, on his own. And that's why I, I don't think there. that's what we need. I, I mean, I it's, think I'm preaching to the choir yeah, here. But I, I'm not talking about what we need, but just yeah. like if we're talking about should you vote for Biden if it's Biden or Trump? Yes. Oh, for abso- sure. Well, but I do feel like that has to be, like it's the kind of thing where it's like there's a lot of critical criticisms to lob against everybody on the stage and there's a lot of reasons to not like Biden but if he was president right now we would have a lot of the same problems we have mm-hmm. but children wouldn't have died in concentration camps yeah and that's that's not a nothing to me that's not nothing I'm, and also trans people wouldn't be banned from serving the military also true yeah, I'm mostly wor- other things. with Biden I'm just I'm mostly worried about post Biden mm-hmm. um, and who the like who the Republican candidate is after no Biden. I hate the idea of him winning um, the election I because think it's I think a huge There's step a, back yeah. for us I just think the, the response to uh, Joe yeah. Biden would be uh, someone smarter than Donald Trump, who still embodies the same yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. And that's I don't think uh, he's totally super reasonable. fucking scary totally to me. Reasonable. I just think for how terrible these years have been with Donald Trump, the sort of positive that you can take away is that we everybody's riled up in a way and paying attention in a way that we've mm. maybe never been before. And if any of these big, broad changes that we we dream about happening are going to happen they're going to happen now yeah. because everybody's engaged and i just feel in my bones that getting biden in there would be a huge step back from it all this very stuff. Oh, yeah. much bum yeah. me out it would bum me out in a way that yeah. i i actually fear a lot yeah, I and i will vote <clears throat> for him I don't think he's going to make it. I, it seems like he's been bleeding support at a rate that makes me think it may not be sustainable that said Again, as somebody like, you know, you, you've got the part of me who's like trying to approach this as a, what I believe in a part that's trying to approach it as a journalist. He has 
really fucking solid support among the black and Latino community. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Um, and it's the same thing with Hillary Clinton. This is what I argued with Bernie people a lot during the election. Is it's like, no, she objectively won a larger chunk of the non-white mm-hmm. Democratic vote than he did by a substantial margin. And that's not because of the DNC. It's because she devoted a lot of time to campaigning in those areas, right. in yeah. those communities. And, speaking, and you yeah. have to acknowledge that. I'm curious how true that will be for Biden. I am, uh, I am curious how that especially will be. Especially after tonight, but like moving forward. Yeah, and, we're very early yet. Um, he's, yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's just been a lot of, it's been a lot of name recognition and a lot of the, like... He was Obama's VP. Yeah, yeah. the institution and just like the idea of Joe Biden. And then as uh, time went on, more and more stuff came out about him that should have been talked about maybe should when he was about trying smelling. to be the vice president, all that kind of yeah. stuff. And now that you have actual people on stage introducing those things, I just don't think he'll, I don't think he'll sure hold on not. to that. Yeah, that's my hope. That's my hope. Cause like he did not do well tonight. No, he was not the standout. <laughs> no, he looked, he looked real bad tonight. Let's talk about gun control. We got to talk about mm-hmm. gun control. Both debates mm-hmm. did. I didn't like what anybody had to say, yeah. um, which is usually the case when I hear Democrats talk about yeah. gun control. Um, Swalwell's the guy I like the least. One of the issues I have with him, and I uh, I, I want to make it clear to the listeners that uh, as a guy who owns a shitload of guns, I've never voted on guns. I will never vote on guns. I do not make any of my voting decisions based on people's gun policies. I make because like... If I were voting on that, then I would be throwing all of my gay and trans and non-white friends under sure. the bus. I would be throwing the climate under the bus, and I'm not going to do that. That said, uh, when Swalwell made the statement that, like, I don't care about your handguns and your shotguns, 90% of gun crimes and murders are committed with handguns and shotguns. Mm, right. yeah. You look at all of the top 10 guns that actually kill people in this country, all Wait, handguns and shotguns. Did he say you didn't care about them? He, did, he said, I'm not, I, I have no issue to go, I have no issues with that. I want to go. Mm, yeah, yeah, Which yeah, is I just a publicized problem. Because, not going to say mass shootings aren't a problem, but like, really small chunk of gun crime actually Really small chunk, yeah. Which doesn't mean we don't address it, but like the assault weapon uh, focus is always uh, well, because that's an yeah. easy way out. That's because an easy yeah. thing that I can scary. say. They look, they look, they look scary, guns. and um, it's easy to. And that's yeah. an easy talking point. Like, okay, we can all agree that this yeah. is unnecessary. Well, no one wants to say, yeah, no more handguns. <laughs> no, uh, no one wants to say what the real issue is. That that is really fucking intractable, difficult. Is that there are a couple of simultaneous truths. Number one. One of the single most important laws of this country built into its nervous system, its fucking spinal cord, is the right to bear arms. The vast majority of gun deaths in this country are suicides, and no restriction of firearms save a total ban on gun ownership will stop people from being able to kill themselves with guns. That's the single, that's the issue that no, nobody talks about because yeah. there's no real way to address it. Mass shootings, people do discuss, and I think they tend to get wrong, but like that's one of those things. And this is one of the issues, again, where I have with people like Swabble who talk about like gun buybacks, where it's like, you realize there's a constitution and there's the Supreme Court and there's like, that like th- there is a body of law and like what you are saying might not be legal. Right. <laughs> and in fact, has been categorical bans on weapons after DC versus Heller. Like, are unconstitutional. And, and again, there are states with individual assault weapons bans. So you could argue, but those assault weapons bans, like California has an assault weapons ban, and I was still able to own an AR-15 and an AK-47 because their assault weapons ban did not ban semi-automatic weapons. Mm-hmm. They banned certain features on mm-hmm. weapons, right. which didn't actually make it. Because again, the most recent mass shooting we had in California where we had like 12 dead was yeah. the Thousand Oak shootings with done with a Glock handgun, I think. I really wish we had people 
talking about guns in the Democratic Party and how to effectively legislate them and restrict them than understood them. Um, right. And uh, yes. I also wish people understood the fact that Buttigieg served in the military does not mean he knows a damn thing about guns. Mm. Because yes. Some of the dumbest people about guns served in the military. <laughs> Ask a soldier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, that's my rant. What yeah. do you guys think? <laughs> Sorry, I monopolized that. There. That's yeah. what it was here for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the suicide thing is a real problem and concern, yeah. and uh, it, it's one of those things that is linked to so many other problems. It, it, it kind of gets to what Marianne Williams was talking about. Yes, like, it does. That, like, how do we, like what are the things that are causing this? Um, and you don't hear a lot of people even talking about like when you talk about universal health care and Medicare for all and those things like mental health is important. And like people don't uh, a lot of people don't have anyone to talk to. And uh, if you give them that outlet, it helps with a lot of problems. I don't know. Like I, I, the idea of like, well, no, we if you give everyone the mental and physical care that they need, then a lot of these problems, not immediately, but like over time, but over time you'll see it's tr- like. Switzerland. Every adult pretty much has an assault rifle in their home. I did not know that. Yeah, because they're mil- everyone who serves in the military, which is like most of the adult population, I, maybe I'm, I'm getting the exact, but a lot of people. Sure. And they, get to, and they take their weapons home with them. Mm-hmm. It's a G36C, which is a pretty potent gun. Um, also, you know, I had an editor at a website I wrote with who was Swiss, and when she got pregnant, uh, she and her husband both got like six or seven months of maternity paternity leave, mm-hmm. which wow. is just part of like the package that they get. Like, right. and I think, you know, there's a lot of other stuff at play as to if you're trying to wonder like why the Swiss don't have mass shootings and we do. Um, because one thing that the right brings up a lot when they talk about gun control is like, look at Switzerland, they all have machine guns and like they don't commit nearly as many crimes as us. It's got to be a separate issue. They're not entirely wrong. Um, it's wrong to blame every mass shooting on mental health because that unfairly stigmatizes yes. mentally ill people. But it's also wrong to pretend that like the fact that most like therapy is something that has proven benefits for virtually everyone who engages in it. And the vast majority of Americans could not possibly afford to engage in a therapist. Right. Reject the concept yeah. of it, but also right. couldn't afford it yeah. even if they didn't. That's right. a problem. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And it's a problem in a place where also while you can't afford a therapist for the cost of four hours of therapy, 100 percent of us could buy an AR-15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's an issue to me as a guy who owns How an AR-15. How much AR-15. does an AR-15 cost? Uh, you can get them as cheap as four hundred bucks. Unbelievable. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Very cheap. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's like a month is, of uh, therapy. Yeah, maybe yeah, less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. No, like none of our yeah. but none of our conversations about guns include this. No, they don't. And that's what. Well, and then when they do, it's sort of in a reductive way. Yeah, that like doesn't really. Yeah. Well, it's similar. I mean, this is a transition, but mm. uh, all of our conversations about immigration mm-hmm. rarely include talking about going into Latin America, going into the that Asia. was that, that was the best amazing part of the debate. Great, yeah. bringing it back more to than the one person. It was addressed that. It was like, like we kind of fucked up Latin America. <clears throat> what with the wars we caused? Yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> like, I mean, I was truly yeah. We all I was were watching really together. impressed by that. that especially by that. it was especially impressive that like it was it yeah. did seem like. Like the majority of people on the stage knew and said yeah. that. Yeah, for all that I and all of us, I'm sure, will continue to shit on the Democratic Party in frustration for the next year and a half. 
kudos on both really focusing yeah. on trans mm-hmm. people and how America fucked up Latin America. Yeah. It was really great. is a credit to the party. Even, even yeah. Biden was like, by the way, like yeah. we gave like millions and way, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, and, that sucked, right? <laughs> yeah, and then they stopped it and like, here, like it started to uh, yeah, it helped, it reduce the number of people and then here we are. Maybe like, <clears throat> you guys, you remember like the Marshall Plan? Like the single most <laughs> effective thing that our government ever did, maybe in its whole history? <laughs> maybe <laughs> that again? <laughs> maybe. No, Germany and Japan don't seem like they're doing well. No, 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 no. How many, they've both reverted to fascism so many times since 1945. Well, it's an easy thing to revert to. Constantly. Just do it. So many right, more wars. Also, Germany all, all has wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. built the country. <laughs> that um, famously still fascist mm-hmm. uh, state, I Germany. Just, I remember how Japan has continued to invade China for mm-hmm. the last 80 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all remember. We all, we all remember the things Constantly that happened in real life. China <laughs> and not making incredible Products. Mm, I love products. Like the Prius. And services. And services. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, here is a no, we're not doing it. Yeah, no, no, no more ads. We're done with ads. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, that was a great surprise. I was very surprised, yeah. actually. Like, you, do, uh, I also like you don't expect that. Klobuchar last on the first night. Uh, um, Klobuchar. Uh, Klobuchar? Klobuchar. I think it's Klobuchar. She does yeah. remind me of like your friend in high school, her mom, that you never wanted to be stuck yeah with mm. but every now like, and then you get stuck with her and she actually says something she's like, not a bad she, person she made, but she, she makes you nervous ideas. <laughs> like yeah like, where are you guys going tonight yeah um, <laughs> oh wait no klobuchar i'm sorry i was thinking of uh gillibrand you were thinking of yeah. gillibrand no, klobuchar no. was nonsense yeah, klobuchar you're right, you're right, is like right. short brown yeah. hair gillibrand I th- yeah gillibrand, no, gillibrand seems nice. yeah. Yeah. klobuchar is the one that eats with a comb and is mean to her gillibrand she salad with a comb right yeah yeah in a pinch which is fine she's resourceful mm-hmm. gillibrand is the mom who like you think that you wouldn't want to be alone with and like but, you kind of dread it but then you do and she's no, like she's a cool mom you ever smoked weed yeah she's mm-hmm. a cool mom yeah, she's yeah, the one yeah, that yeah, get high with yeah, you yeah, don't worry about it um, yeah. <laughs> i'm not slandering her we're spreading rumors I'm, she all just i'm has saying that vibe. is 100 if you walk up to christine gillibrand she will give you weed um free but free weed absolutely like everyone take that to heart last night didn't have as many I don't I didn't don't remember them talking about that aspect of the immigration problem. oh no I don't but I did that. like that yeah. Klobuchar brought up the economic <clears throat> imperative of immigration and that is another thing that I, I don't see people talking about enough we're like freaking out about mm-hmm. everything that's happening in the border <laughs> and nobody's really hammering down the point that we actually are in a situation where we need immigrants we yeah. have a dearth in the service well, industry what are old people going to do without them I mean, Quick question. What yeah. is all, our, all of our companies? I, my mom yeah. grew. I grew up with my mom has is a caterer, had a catering company, and we relied. And she had all sorts of different, like Hispanic Hispanic immigrants that worked for her, and she paid them well, and she gave them health care, and mm-hmm. you know, and not that my mom's some amazing person, but they were part. Of, it was an imperative. Nobody else would take that job. Katie's mom, twenty twenty. Your mom um, is some amazing person. She is an amazing person. Katie's mom, twenty twenty. Mm. They nobody. It, we we needed them. Yeah, she needed them, and they were better than everybody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's um one of the things that eternally frustrates me, and then I frustrates me with Bernie Sanders, who was a guy who I, you know, on, on an emotional, personal note, uh, when the rest of my family went for Trump and broke my heart in 2016, one of the people who raised me, my aunt, who was a lifelong Republican, voted for Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. and the fact that because she was like, I think he's the only honest man in the election, mm-hmm. and he will always have a piece of my heart for that. I am eternally frustrated with his insistence that borders are important. And I know, I know this is a ridiculous hope. I will never have a a party in either side of this country, left or right, 
who feels the way I do about borders, which is that they are a cancer destroying our entire species and mm. that until we get past the concept, uh, we have no hope of long-term survival. That's just me being <laughs> a wild-eyed radical. But I wish Bernie Sanders had said, fuck all borders, thrown a smoke bomb and skateboarded out of the Sure. Yeah. yeah, that'd be sick. That would have been sick as stole, shit. Stole Beto's skateboard. Yeah. So give yeah. me that. Punched him right in the jaw yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. right out the fucking door. Oh, I'd love yeah. to see that yeah. version of the debate. Yeah. And then, yeah, insulted him in Spanish or something. Yeah, then, yeah. Called him a yeah. fucking uh, puta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who do you think is going to make it to the next round? Do, how do we eliminate people? Do we know? I think, it, isn't it just like about the amount of popularity they it's have? polling and stuff, right? Yeah, it seems okay. like that would be the only sane way to do it. Yeah. All I want to see, I want to see, I guess, Warren, Bernie, Biden, yeah. Kamala, Bernie. Bernie. Castro. Castro. I, I do want to bring up one other thing oh, please, that frustrated yeah. the fuck out of me. One person, unless I'm missing my guess on the first debate, because I missed a little chunk of it because I was in trance while I was listening. I think one person in both debates brought up white supremacy. I, and it was fucking Joe Biden. Yeah. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah, that's disappointing. That's disappointing. I mean, good on you, Joe. Like, we're, yeah. we're, 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 not, we're not trying to be like one of those fucking nothing but nihilistic podcasts here. So I'm going to give people credit where it's due. Right. He brought it up. He brought it up. And everyone should have. Yeah. Because of all the dead people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, you're right. That, yeah. There's an alarming lack of that. So he gets credit for that in my book. He gets credit yeah. for that. I don't think he is capable I don't think of he has t- any kind of plan. Yeah. I don't think he has a plan. I also don't think he's really capable of talking about it no. in a way where he really understands it. No, it I don't really, think he does. And like, I think it's kind of indicative that when like his first question, I forget even what the question was, but like one of the first words that came out of his mouth was Donald Trump. Yeah. And it seems like that's just... Oh, the literal his whole, his whole thing is just like, yeah. oh, the uh, the Charlottesville and yeah. Donald Trump and it's bad and the soul of our country. But like he doesn't really know where it's coming from or like why or. Yeah, he, he, like he brought it. He had Charlottesville and a couple of my friends were in the ad that he put up. And we're very frustrated. Yes, about I it. saw that. Like, yeah. People, like, and I, I will say also in credit to her, she didn't fucking bring it up in the debates and she should have. But. Uh, Elizabeth Warren has suggested plans and made it a, a, a focus of her campaign. I did like, not know that. Yeah, she's talked about that like white supremacy needs to be a problem and we need to start prosecuting these people as domestic terrorists, which we're not currently doing. She's got a plan for everything. I what think she's incredible. She should have fucking said something. Yeah, she should have. I mean, That's my big bummer about Elizabeth Warren. She's hard. like, how do you not do that? It's a fucking debate, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Well, there's, they don't have very much time. They don't have very much time. But that's kind of a big one. I do agree. Yeah. Yeah. I do agree. That's disappointing. She didn't bring it up. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 it, the Joe Biden thing just seems like it's kind of lip surface. And like yes. it's like, oh, I know that people care about this. And it's like a hot button emotional topic that I can bring up. Mm-hmm. As opposed to knowing where it comes from and what to right. do about it. And it feels I, insincere. I would, yeah. I would call it lip service if he wasn't the only fucking person who mentioned right. it. Sure. I can't for sure. call yeah, service yeah. because no one else said anything. Right, right. So like, yeah, well, Joe that's, did. Something. He brought it up. Yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. that I'd like to keep an eye out for the next one. Yeah, are there other things that you guys want to see people talking about in the next debates? You know, the most frustrating moment for me was when they got asked what they would do if they could deal with one problem, and like two people <laughs> yeah. brought up climate change, and like someone brought up like guns and someone brought up about like like income for families and stuff and it's like yeah man both both gun control and improving family income are important but like you, you know the planet's burning up mm-hmm. like the only no, thing that there's matters. no other answer but the most important thing is to stop the environment from collapsing yeah yeah no, no, nothing else it's is the, that important it's the literally the the thing that i need yeah, I, I it was, will not vote for you unless you've got acknowledge. It was it. just Beto yeah. and Warren, I think, who said climate change. Yeah. Well, that was the first debate. It was the, the first, first debate. Yeah, 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 the yeah, second yeah, one, yeah. people said it. 
Yeah, but I don't even want Hick and Looper and whoever else. Right, I, right. I do not like the answer. Like, well, the first thing I'd do is rejoin the mm-hmm. Paris Climate Agreement. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> at least, I, that, I mean, at least that's acknowledging climate change. Great, yeah. that's right, acknowledging but that's it. But that's not answer. what we need. We need much no, more than and that. Gillibrand was the only one with a really yep. good answer on like that. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of what people want to see, uh, one of the things we're doing here, you know, we're we're trying to provide all of you uh, with. Uh, an effective and useful podcast series mm-hmm. about this election that keeps you informed and hopefully helps uh, not just drive interests but relieve stress and uh, uh, provide some value to people trying to navigate what will be the worst year of all of our mm-hmm. lives, 2020. Um, and we want to, you know, not just talk about what we thought about this election, but also because the people we assume are listening to this are the folks who like us the most and the folks who will be the core of the audience of our new podcast, The Worst Year Ever. We want to open this shit up to your suggestions about mm-hmm. what you want to hear covered, what you want to see addressed, you want, what you want to see us go into. Because there is a crowded field of political podcasts, and I find most of them deeply frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to make a frustrating and unlistenable podcast, right. and I don't want yep. to make a reflexively ideological podcast, which I hope we've avoided in this, yeah. and, and sort of dealing with the people as they present You complimented Joe Biden a couple of times. Yeah, he, he, yeah. he didn't fuck up. Credit where credit is due. So we have an email. And we want you to reach out to yep. us if you have things you want us to cover, uh, things you really want to see dealt with, uh, suggestions for how we handle this election, because we're all going to be doing a podcast, yep. Katie Coney and I, the worst year ever, where you know, I think maybe we should give them a little bit of an idea of like what we are currently planning to hit in that. If, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you want to, because I've just been ranting myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like uh, a lot of this stuff, I think one of, the, one of the things I think we all agree on is that we're not going to... Uh, we're going to do our best to avoid making it the Trump show at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and it's not going to be about him. It's not going to be about the things he says or the stuff he tweets about it. And I like that about these debates also. Yes. I love that we yeah. haven't um, talked about yeah. him for, until now. Yeah. For the most part, uh, they really avoided it. Yeah, they um, avoided making him the focus, yes. which was good. Um, which is very good. And yeah. so we're going to avoid that. Uh, we want to talk about um, what they're actually talking about and uh, the issues there and how they actually affect people and like talking to talking to people and mm-hmm. what affects them. Um, we will be going to various yes. conventions throughout the year. Thinking um, about stuff caucuses. like the SHOT Show, CES, yeah. CPAC, CPAC, obviously like the Iowa caucus. Right, we'll go to the caucuses, we'll go to the events. RNC, yeah. Um, what the, was it Autism Now? Autism, I think we're going to go, first. which is like a crazy convention of people who think that it's not like a normal autism thing. It's like a convention of people who think you can shoot bleach up your kid's butt to cure autism. Yes. We want to see other stuff yeah. is like, like Those that. Those people are political. I want to know the election. Right, you want right, to know yeah. where they're coming from from yes. and what they care about and like maybe how you can uh, bring them back a little bit. Yeah. Um, so if there are any issues or groups of people or ideas that you have, things that you'd like to have more insight into right. that, that we should look into, we really want to hear your suggestions. Yeah. And things you can do. And like, yeah. Yeah. So the, the email is worstyeartips mm-hmm. at gmail.com. That's correct, right? Yeah, I think so. As far as you're the one who made the email. (laughs) And not tips on how to have the worst year ever, because we know the answer to that. Right. Exists in 2020. No, just your tips. And it's it's mixing acid with 2CE. Don't Mm. do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Now, mushrooms and 2CE, Mm -hmm. also not a great idea. Okay. But mushrooms and 2CI, also not a great idea. But 2CI and acid... (laughs) Bang. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But acid and two CI, 
bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. good idea. We got to a good idea. I mean, right. I like... 2CI is a rough one to mix with some substances, mm. but a fun one if you mix it with the right ones. Okay. So check out our podcast next year, <laughs> missing, Mixing 2CI with Various Substances <laughs> at CPAC. Colon the show. Robert's going to be our drug guru on mm-hmm. this journey. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the end of our, our debate. I think so. Coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been real fun. It's been real fun. Actually, it has been. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed this. This has been great. Yeah. This more than the debates. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, this is the best part. I want to ask one quick question. Please, yeah. Before we move on to the next thing. Do y'all think Joe Biden is a better kisser than Bernie Sanders? Because I feel like Joe has the passion. Yeah, I think he might be. I think he might be a good kisser. Depends on how wanted the kiss is. That, no, that's an important point that's when we're talking Im- about Joe. Absolutely. This yeah. is, because this Bernie does double consent checks. Yes, is, we know yes, that about This premise yeah. is... He signs a contract yeah. before. Everybody's yeah. on board. I don't know that Bernie's that interested. I mean, I, I think he's just got a lot going on. In like, I'm assuming Bernie's down. Like, maybe we have some sort of pheromone spray. Sure. And so we know that the interest is there. No, mm-hmm. I can't imagine being kissed by Bernie. You can't imagine being kissed by Bernie. Or either of them, really. But mm. I think that I think that Joe Biden cares about making sure his kisses are good. I don't know. I do think Joe Biden cares about that. I, I think, will I say, think he does care about that, yeah. I can imagine being on a beach in Ensenada and, like, sort of the wind blowing through my hair and, like, a little bit of sand in between <laughs> and my toes. And smelling it. Sipping a, a – no, no, I'm talking about Bernie. Oh, sipping, Bernie. Sipping a, a little bit of, like, a nice, like, mezcal and – Bernie Sanders puts his hand on my shoulders and like leans into me and whispers into my ear, Medicare for all is <laughs> an achievable dream and works in most of the developed world. And that gets you See, that's hot. the thing. Yeah. Whereas like, I feel like um, Bernie can sweet talk you. Bernie can, get, Bernie can get to your soul. Yeah. Bernie can get to your emotions. I don't know Bernie that he can, cares about sweet talking uh, you though. Ro- no, Bernie he mostly shouts. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I don't think, I think yeah. it depends on like who you are, you know, mm-hmm. if, mm-hmm. you know, idealistic, strong in their convictions, yeah. socialist is your vibe. I think, he, I think then, he can get you going. I just don't think he's like a sexual being. But I think that Joe Biden probably has spent a lot of time perfecting Biden fucks. how to be. Mm-hmm. Biden, Biden fucks. fucks. That's the thing. Biden fucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that we know that. I, and I also think he probably would give a really good shoulder rub. Mm-hmm. I, I will mm-hmm. say one thing that would make almost make Biden being the Democratic candidate worth it is if the competing hats of 2020 were make America great again and just Biden fucks. <laughs> mm. Just we can make those shirts. Put we them can in make our those store. shirts. Honestly, if it were literally anybody. Buttigieg fucks. Buttigieg fucks. Warren yeah. fucks. They Warren all like fucks. if they all we all fuck. Except for Beto, I'm not gonna believe that. Beto does not fuck. Beto no, does he's, not. He fuck. doesn't know yeah. uh, what. He just doesn't know what to do. He's no. all. He's all thumbs. You know. No, he's just. He's just <laughs> like ranting single words in Spanish, like a white boy trying to like shop in Guatemala yeah, during a two week vacation. Trying to do a kickflip yeah. while he's yeah. Oh. yeah. I hope he's gone by the next one. Uh, he's, just, he's not a fan. He's such a dork. Yeah. Uh. Okay, that's it for tonight. Mm. Um, we love you very much. It's true. We do. We do. Happy Pride from Tomboy X Celebrating pride in the queer community all year Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies So you feel comfortable in your own skin Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection 
obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.